Here we go. Box Up UFC is live and back. Again, another week of this shit. February, first card in February with Dylan. Mm-hmm. What's going on? How are we feeling? How are we feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Just got back from work. Uh, had a few work beers because it's the end of the quarter. So there you go. It's good time for celebration. It's time to celebrate the first. Is this the first Apex card of the year? I think no, it is. The, the very first one. Oh, no, the Strickland one, was... one. Never mind. All right. It's time to celebrate the first Derek Lewis main event of the year because there will for sure be there others. There will be another. Yes. Um, It's a very weird card. Yeah. So Lewis versus Spivak. And before we even start anything, it needs to be known that this card is starting at what is it? Your mic cut out. Fuck. It starts, it. At, is... it starts at, it starts at, the prelim started at 7 p.m. Pacific I'm, time. My mic did the thing again. I just missed. You're, right. you're good now. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. And the main card starts at 10 p.m. Pacific time. So for you, that's 1 a.m. Midnight. Midnight. So, so Derek local, will, local will time walk me out at 2 a.m. Yeah, it's going to be fucking wild, dude. I don't even know where I'm going to be when this happens. Are, yeah, um, how much of this are you planning on seeing? Honestly, bro, probably not much because I'm going to be in Corvallis for reasons and I'll be maybe in Eugene Saturday night. I don't know. I'm, I have kind of a weird weekend, but I'll definitely be in, tuned in and I don't know where I don't know where I'm going to be, if I'm being honest. But yeah, it's a very late card. I don't know why they decided to do this. Pretty random. I'm not complaining. I think it's kind of cool, actually, but it's just super fucking random. It's so random. So this was supposed to be in korea this is supposed to be the korean zombie card um so that's why there's and all the asian fighters that we have going like that's why you see that there's the road to the ufc there's like five choice and five parks on this card yeah so they kept the time so if it was in korea this would have been the time and they kept that even though it's at the apex for some reason so go to korea anyway yeah exactly if you're gonna have it be at this time i get like the main event dude isn't gonna be there anymore but who cares i'm sure they're down for some lewis spivak action like don't you want to i figured you'd probably make more money in front of a crowd but maybe not i don't know it's pretty because i didn't even realize that that was the case i just thought this card had a lot of asian fighters on it just because i I I forgot this was the korean card i don't understand why they changed locations because I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. Makes no Whatever, sense. Whatever, though. But, um, I'll probably watch a good bit of this. It's so late. Like main event's gonna be at like two. Yeah, for you, it's actually psycho. Yeah, the main <laughs> event start. No, no, the main event starts starts at yeah, midnight. The, yeah, it's gonna, the main event will be at like two. Yeah, that's fucking. You're 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 gonna be tripping out when that happens. Like that's, I'm kind of like, excited for it. That's like that's no, a I mode think it's I cool. Yeah, I haven't been in that mode in a minute. Yeah, having so, violence on bro. East Coast time is gonna start at three a.m. Like <laughs> that's insane. This is how people in like other continents watch the UFC. Usually, it's true. But anyway, just I really don't know much about a lot I, of these fighters. So this I, might I be a very. Know. This might be a. A very light one we have today, but that means we yeah. can go in depth on Derek Lewis. So yep, there you go. Here, here we go. First fight. This one I'm actually obviously Tyra is returning for his third fight. I think he's two and zero. He's he's looked really fucking good. Um, he's taking on Jesus Aguilar, who I also believe is debuting. Good luck to him. So uh, I just saw these odds, and Tyra's minus eleven fifty. Jesus. <laughs> And and Jesus Aguilar, Jesus plus seven fifty. Um, Ooh. yeah. So that's a really big line. That's all. You can't even bet on a winning method here in this fight. I guess maybe my line might not be out yet, but yeah, it's a little early. I mean, signs point to Tyro just dominating. I'm actually curious to see what Tyro can do in the futures. I think he does have the skill set to make moves, and like he'll he'll be a top ten flyweight. In a second, you yeah, know, very he's really soon, fucking, he's, he's, very soon. He's really fucking good. Um, his first two opponents like weren't cans. He actually beat a good guy last time, 
uh, last time out. Mm-hmm. Um, finished him. But, I mean, I don't know much about Jesus Santos Aguilar, but I'm just going to assume he's going to lose. <laughs> like, I mean, this is a huge line, bro. Like, it's crazy. I want to see a highlight from Tyra. Like, if he's yep. really that guy, he needs – I want to see a highlight, you know. he's a, Show me some. He's a giant, giant favorite, 2-0. This would be this would be big for him if he could do that. And then if he does that, he gets a ranked guy next. And then we start the the title run for this guy. But The under in this fight is 1.5 at plus 115. I love that. The under is? But, yeah, okay. So I'm thinking back to his first fight when I was watching – and he was like threatening to finish the whole time, and he almost had a sub. So I, I, I kind of like that. Maybe this dude. In the second, in the second fight, he got a second round sub, but it was it wasn't an under one and a half. I don't know. Just seeing a line this big and seeing the under being plus money is, is a little odd. I wouldn't say Tyra is the wins not a glorified finisher. It has a lot of submissions, but. The underlay is gonna be very interesting. This would be the card it would hit on. Just a bunch of fucking. Are we Asian are we things. having one? Are we gonna? Yes, have one? we're having one. Oh yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of like Asian dudes I've never heard of. Um, it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit eventually. I think I have one for you, and it's the next fight. We mm. have we have Dennis Tiuliulin, who was a part of the Jamie Pickett. Um, we we took the under, and my whole case was that both dudes were just so bad that yeah, he's back. He knocked it. He did hit that under, knocked out Jamie Pickett, and he's taking on the Iron Turtle, Jun Yong Park, who so, recently has won a split decision against Eric Anders and choked out Ugly Joe Holmes. Yeah, so Park is minus two hundred, and Tuliulian is plus one seventy. <laughs> I kind of love Park here. I think the line is pretty accurate. I mean, Ugly Joe is pretty pretty bad, but he has a knack for just getting random subs here and there, and Park handled him. So I feel like I lean Park, especially. On, I mean, and who did he beat his second fight? The the, the second fight so ago? He beat Eric Anders. He yeah, lost. That's, that's, he that's, a, that's a decent win. He got knocked by Robo, and then he won three decisions before that against like those – Various mid uh 185ers, dude. I don't know if I like this under. No, well, Parks, okay. Now, that one saying... finish is to Ugly Joe, yeah, it's true. It is two and a half, it's a pick 'em, but I don't know. But okay, there's there's a there's a knockout angle for Teulian because he he's coming off a big knockout, like he was going for a knockout in his last fight. Young uh got his head blown off by Robocop. I'm not I remember that fight now with Tulian and Pickett. Yeah. Yes. He was yes. and I, I had the under and it was in the underlay mm-hmm. that obviously didn't hit. But I but I remember it was like he was, was on the fucking, Diaz Fergie card. He was fucking pick it up and the ref almost didn't call it off, but eventually, yeah. I mean Pickett's not good. We we know that. Yes, we do not. Kyle Docks beat him and he's not in the UFC anymore. Um that's that's kind of wild. Yeah, I honestly I think the fun bet here is Tulian. I mean, Parks got knocked out. It was Robo, but I mean Tulian's done it recently. Yeah. I'm going back on what I just said and that I like Park, but I think but... I see it. I, I see an angle for a knockout there. Absolutely. I will see it, but it's just like a gross ass fight. You it, know what it, I'm yeah. saying? Like there's no nothing glamorous about that at all. I will That's kind of next... how I would describe this whole card. But the next five fights, um, struggling with in terms of knowledge. But let's let's get it. All right, Jiyong Kim, who has lost four in a row <gasps> to Grasso, Molly McCann, uh, Priscilla Cacheta, and uh, Joslyn Edwards. So those that aren't bad is... losses. Besides Edwards, those aren't bad losses. They're not bad losses. It's just been very tough going for. For Jiyong uh, Kim, the other side, yeah. Mandy Bohm, who's lost two in a row. So this a combined zero and six. Jesus last... Christ! Her last win was in Bellator, and I'd love for you to show me the last fighter on a four fight losing streak to have to be minus two sixty in their next fight. 
because she's minus 260, Kim, and Boehm is plus 220. I mean, my pick is Boehm for value because how can any fighter on a four-fight losing streak be favored by that much against anybody? Because she knocked out Nadia Kassem in 2019. <laughs> Whoa. Before that, and guess what? Before that, she lost to Antonina Shevchenko, who I've always said is the worst fighter on the roster. So she lost. Yeah, she, dude. The, the, I'm really struggling here. Is I mean, okay. Also, women's unders are banned from the from the. From yeah, the yeah. After no, last I, week, I I think we established that right now. And yes, that's established. Uh, five round fights and women's fights are banned from the underlay officially. We're gonna we're gonna get to a point where we're gonna ban enough shit to where there's only like a select few things I could even do. Um and the under of the, is walking Wait, the line of listen though, the more we cancel out, we're canceling them out because they don't win. We mm, just keep exactly, canceling out. We're gonna we're gonna be getting closer. Process we're, of elimination. I maybe we'll we'll get it this week. We'll get it this week. I don't know. The under is under two and a half plus two seventy five, close Ooh. to the Close to where you have to do it. Almost hits that plus three hundred principle, but mm-hmm. it's not there. It's almost there. It's got. It, it's close. It got might get there by Saturday. It could get there by Saturday. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. <laughs> okay. Um. Now. Now this begins the four fights before the main card, and it's eight dudes I've never heard of. I will say, <laughs> I'm, like, I will know them after this card because I'm expecting some talent out of these, yeah. these eight dudes. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't get to this point because they suck. And listen, the fights are at 125, they're at 135, 145, and 155. So it's all, my favorite, it's all my favorite weight classes. They're I don't want to see heavyweights. There's enough heavyweights on the main card for fucking That's Christ's true. sakes. But, um... Yeah, Hyun Sung Park versus Sung Guk Choi. Yeah, so oh, Choi is plus one sixty and Park is minus one ninety. Um, okay. Over under under two and a half is plus one eighty five. So there's some value there. Um, what Ooh. you got? <laughs> Hyun. Okay, so Park has won six of wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. He has six straight finishes. Okay. Interesting. Um, Choi, on the other hand, kind of decision merchant. Okay. So that's interesting because Park is the, he's kind of, he's minus 190. So he's a, he's a big favorite. And Choi is the underdog. So this, the decision merchant is the underdog. The finisher is the favorite. That makes me think under that plus 185. Right. Under two and a half. I don't know. I that's that's where I lead. If it was the other way around, I'd be a little more skeptical. But but I don't. Know. I agree. I agree. I agree. I have no other thoughts on it though. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Nakamura from Japan. This is, looks, this is so rough. The picture of him is he's wrestling. He's in a wrestling uh, suit. So he's he's a wrestler he's taking wrestling. on Kazama. Who is so a fighter? Kazama is a fighter. <laughs> this is so brutal. Oh man, we're gonna get so many fans from this episode. All right, so BJJ. Kazama's BJJ. Kazama's plus three forty, and Nakamura's minus four twenty five. So pretty big spread here or money line under two and a half minus one ninety five. That's interesting. So minus minus one ninety five. Yeah. So odds Ooh. point to Rinawa Nakamura getting a finish, considering he's a over minus four hundred favorite, and the under is also pretty heavy minus odds too. That's what the odds point to. I yes. haven't seen him fight before. Apparently, he's a wrestler. He so looks like a wrestling. wrestler. He, uh, at least I think he's wrestling in this picture. Um, this is a bandweight fight, so it's probably going to be a banger. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> this is ja, some featherweight. Ja Yi, 21 and 3. Ooh, it's a good record. Um, 
Let me see. Do we have odds on this one? So he's 21 and three, and he's facing he's 26. He's 21 Ooh, okay. and three. So this, is, this, this is interesting. Well, so he's nine and one. Lee, who's nine and one, is minus two fifty, and Zai Yi, plus two ten, twenty three and three. The under is one and a half, and it's a pick em. So, so I just point to a quick finish here. It's another I, pretty big spread so too. I I know, like when they had the the previous round of this competition, um, in June, someone got a crazy knockout. I don't know who the fuck it was, but. I, I think it might have been one of these guys. Okay. I think. What looks like, think that? It looks like um, Lee got a 42-second knockout in the first round in his last fight. The other dude won a split decision. Masu, uh, yeah, Yi won a split decision. So what are what are the – what's Lee? What, what is he? Is he Lee's minus 250. Okay, there you go. No, so – I mean, the underlays in basically the under is basically saying that Lee should probably get an early finish. Lee should knock him. Okay. Okay. Noted. La- last one. So La- let's do last bullshit fight. Anshul Jubil looks like he is from. Is that India? Yeah, he's from India. Mm, okay. He's one. He also won a split decision. Other dude is Indonesian. One was Jessica a straight right. Sarangi. First round knockout for that guy. Saragi first round knockout last time out. Versus right, split Sar- decision. Saragi and Jubili. Uh, pick him. Pick him. Fight under two and a half is minus one twenty five. Um, who you going with? I'm going to go with Sagiri. I think his name looks cooler. Jekka Asparito Sargi. <laughs> J-A-H. You can't really... That's not a cool... Uh, that's um, not a cool you can't really make an initial nickname <laughs> with that either. <laughs> J-A-S. I mean... Jass. So I might, I might do it this way. So the previous two fights, we've had a guy coming off a first-round knockout and, versus a guy... Coming off a split decision, should I just blindly take the guys with the knockouts? The last two fights are like that. Yeah, both the one the featherweight and the lightweight fight. It's the same scenario. Like Saragi got a knockout, while the Indian guy Jubil got a split decision. I like that. They're winning. Yeah, they're winning close fights. Yeah, fuck that. Go with the knockout. I like. Yeah. That. So Lee and Saragi are is your parlay. That's the parlay. And that'll get you uh, plus 180 odds. On the other hand, it'd be kind of boxed up to have, like, are there any any are there any Indian fighters in the UFC right now? I have no idea. Not none come to mind. See all Indian fighters. Okay, it would be kind of boxed up if we had an Indian fighter in the UFC. So, I mean, there there's had to have been one at some point, but probably. I, it's kind of boxed up to take the Indian guy here. In my it opinion. is, but I like, again, I like Jekka Asprito Sargi's name. I'm probably pronouncing that so wrong. <laughs> like, you, you're like, it's offensive how wrong you are. Okay, <laughs> so wait, baby. So his last five, he's won via ground and pound, a unanimous decision, a right hook, a spinning back fist, Whoa. And a straight right hand. So this that's, guy seems this guy seems legit. That's J A S. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's, that's that, might be, that might be that might be the new that might be the new guy. Again, I'm expecting at least a couple of these guys to be really fucking good. That's my guy. So, so of of the people we talked about who we blindly know nothing about, J A S is my guy. I, I'll take Lee. So okay, that we we got it all figured out. This is why we do this. This is why we yes. do this. We figure out who we're betting on. All right. Anyway, let's get to this main card. JAS. This is this is probably the worst main card I've ever seen on paper. Period. But I'm able to talk about these fights though. I know enough to talk about these. Sure, guys. but these are all prelims. I'm looking at five prelims right now. Yeah. It's tough. But here we go. Uh starting off, Yusaku Kinoshita 
six and one coming off contender taking on the boy out of uh, Eugene Oregon Adam Fugit so minus 320 how do you say his name Yakuza uh Kinoshida Kinoshida minus 320 Adam Fugit plus 265 Adam Fugit trained out of Art of War MMA baby based out of Eugene, Oregon. My my stopping grounds for this past year or the year 2021-22. Trained by Jason, my old coach. He fought some high-level guys. He lost to Joseph Benavidez, who recently who, challenged the belt. Who lost was married to Megan Olivi. And there you go. Yeah, there you go. But hey, I'm riding the Fuja, baby. He's no straight. Okay, think about okay. I'm I'm backing my guy. I trained out of a gym where a UFC fighter is currently fighting on the. I mean, it's I don't know if I ever saw him. I saw some of his friends based off his Instagram posts and shit. But to see my old coach in the fucking corner in the, in the, the apex, fight, it was fucking wild. Like last time, it was fucking wild to see that. Oh yeah, he got but, knocked by the boy. Yeah, he did, but going off his last two fights, the one before his USA debut was in LFA, where he's a really fat underdog, and he clipped him early with a left hook and finished him. I remember he bet on him that fight. Dude. And then his last fight against Michael Morales, Morales was like a minus 600 favorite, and Fuji was, I mean, I wouldn't say he won any rounds, but... He was taking the fight to him, though. Like, he was fighting, you know, like, that's that's more than a lot can say. The reason he got finished in the third round because he came out super aggressive because he needed to win. He could have easily coasted to a decision there, in my opinion. But he came out, guns a-blazing, needed to finish, got clipped, got finished. But hey, man, that's what he needed to do. He went out on his sword. I'm really happy he's getting another chance in the UFC. And I think he's a dog, man. Plus 265, I'm taking that all day. Out of war, represent. Let's fucking go, baby. Eugene Morgan's in the UFC. I'm glad that I'm glad for this because it just gives me an easy excuse to take the plus two sixty underdog or whatever. Exactly, love it. Exactly. Um, I I will say so. Last like this time of year, last year, like heading into the spring, once like football season was over and blah blah blah, I was looking for things to watch sometimes. So I would watch LFA. It was like on Friday nights. It was it was mm-hmm. dope, and. I saw like this fight. I had no idea that he was like in your gym, but they said he was from Eugene and he's facing Solomon Renfro, who was on contender series at one point and lost, but that's besides the point. And he was, it was in Renfro's hometown, I guess, or like where he's from. And he was like, he looks so bad. Like you get <laughs> you you get fucked him up, dude. I was like, this is amazing. So then I I figured out it was like that guy, and then he lost to Michael Morales, and then here we are. And after that so, fight you're just talking about, I actually, I mean, obviously I'm super biased, and I have quite literally nothing to compare to. But I talked to my coach after that fight, said I saw the the highlight, and talked to him about it. And Jason walked me through what they talked about in camp leading up. He's like, yeah, that was planned. We saw that he does this. He wanted Adam to do that. He executed it. And he was a plus 400 dog in that fight. He was a really big underdog. And they had a method of victory to win. And against Michael Morales, who was on short notice, too. He took that fight in one or two weeks. So with a full training camp, I'm confident they can drop a game plan for Fugit to get a dub here. And it'd be fucking so- awesome. Kinoshita's six and one. His one loss is from grabbing the cage too many times. <laughs> so the rest he's got. He he's he's the Japanese McGregor. That's what they're calling him. He's gotten five first round finishes. And then the sixth round the sixth fight that he won, it was in the third round. So that's so under two and a half, minus one forty, underlay. That's an easy underlay. underlay. All right. Yeah, that's that's easy. Um, next up, Duho Choi back taking on Kyle Nelson. So Duho Choi here, minus 180. Kyle Nelson's plus 155. Two things pop into my mind during this fight. Uh, Duho Choi, 
all I remember of him, I think all most people remember of him is his fight against Cub Swanson, one of the best fights in UFC history in terms of three-round fights. And Kyle Nelson is your typical just fade Canada play. Am I wrong about that? I mean, this this is your narrative, right? Right? Oh, uh, what is the odds on this again? Sorry. Choi is minus 180 and Nelson's plus 155. Listen, I'm all in on that. Kyle Nelson is not good. So no, he's not. He's one in four. This is a good opponent for Duho Choi to fight now because he's, ever since he lost to Cub, he, he fell took, off. Took three years or a couple years off. And then got knocked by Jeremy Stevens and Charles Jordan. But yeah, I mean, fade Canada. Easy. Yeah, Nelson's one and four in the UFC. I mean, he got Jai Herbert and Billy Q his last two fights, which is like those are good opponents. But he beat Marcio Polo Reyes and then lost two after before that. So I kinda like the under here also. Okay. Honestly. I mean, both fighters get finished. Uh, Duho Choi, only one of his fights have gone the distance, and that was the fight against Cub Swanson. And Kyle Nelson, uh, only one of the fights have gone the distance, and it was against Jai Herbert. So, I think Jai, Jai Herbert's good. So, I like the under here as well, under two and a half minus 180. All right, but but I like Choi to win this fight. There you go, fade Canada, baby. Fake Canada. I don't think it can. Like, can you think of a Canadian fighter that's won since you said that? No, it's because like we've been keeping track now. Jordan like, lost too. Dude, I don't even know when we started that, but yeah, I, I can't. I can't recall any last Canadian I remember uh, winning was Mike Mawat when he knocked out uh, what's his name, Mickey. <laughs> when he knocked out Mickey Gall. <laughs> oh, that was electric. Um, that was like a year ago, but anyway. We these fights, man. All this right, heavy, disgusting <laughs> heavyweights. Martian Tabura versus Blagoy Ivanov. Tabura minus one thirty-five. Ivanov plus one fifteen. The bridge man kind of said it earlier, but I think this is a too close of a line. I think Tabura is really good, and Ivanov is not bad, but he poses very little threat. And he's also very hard to finish. So it's kind of a weird matchup for anybody. Like what? Is, what? I'm guessing the over two and a half is favored in this fight. The under two and a half is plus one eighty. Yeah, bro. Ivanov fights never go the never go under. Yeah, he's, that oh, that that bro. makes that makes a lot of sense to me. Ivanov lost to fucking Sakai. Like he's got some bad losses. Um, you gotta Not really the though. Hand. That's his only bad loss. His other losses are to Junior Dos Santos and Derek Lewis. He also split decision to Derek Lewis, which is very funny. His last fight, though, he looked terrible. He won, but it was against uh, fucking Did he? what's his face. I didn't think DeLima? he looked that good, bro. Delima was he won as like a big underdog. I thought. Or am I? What I happen- have that? Do I have that reversed? What happens if this fight goes to the ground? That's my question. I mean, nothing good for Ivanov. That that's what that's kind of what I'm yeah. saying. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna just beat Ramon like Ramama. Bro, like that's a I really don't, good win. Okay, that is a really good win. Part of that and part of so that card in Utah had everyone fucking gassed immediately, and Romanov was the worst of recipient of that. Like I. I don't know how much that actually had to do with him winning, but like, I don't remember a fucking thing about his fight with Romanov, dude. I gotta be honest. Like, Romanoff, I do not recall. R- Romanoff basically gassed himself. He had Romanoff had a 10 8 on a judge's first, oh, round, the first yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He gassed out, and then Tabura just won the last two rounds. Okay. Okay. Tabura is really fucking good on the ground, dude. He's a different kind of heavyweight fighter. He's like Sakai. He's like uh, Spivak. Light. I was just about to say you better be taking Spivak then if this is uh, your your analysis <laughs> we'll get here. We'll get to that. That that that's a that's a different. You can't compare that though because Lewis, you have such a threat of knock. He's a knockout king. Ivanov has no threat on the feet. Bro, the dude was like stabbed in the neck and survived. Like he's no, boxed that's up. Sick. He's so no. boxed up. Like <laughs> he, I, he is boxed up. 
I for some reason I I always ride the Polish fighters. I don't like Tabura that much. I really don't like him. That's so. Sh- I feel like Tabura's pretty boxed up too. I'm actually pretty surprised you don't like him. Ah, so he has his last his little run that he's on right now. He's six and one, and he also has a loss to Sakai. By the way, if we're gonna get picky, uh, <laughs> I did not know that. So and he also lost to Derek Lewis. So these are. Both, both these guys have lost to both of the main event guys, which is hilarious. But no, Sakai is not in the main event. No, I meant uh, – oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But, okay, but um, he beat Spivak, Tabura did. That's that's a good win. He beat Maxim Grecian. He beat Ben Rothwell. He beat ben. Greg Hardy. He beat Walt Harris. So, right there, there's a run of three fighters that haven't fought in multiple years. <laughs> Two that are out of the UFC – Walt's making a comeback, by the way. Allegedly. Allegedly. Then he lost to Volkov and then beat Romanov. Like see the Volkov fight though? Like I watched it. Like that's that's such a stylistic mismatch for Tibera. And it wasn't like it was a it was just it wasn't domination. That fight, that fight was shitty. I remember yeah. that fight. That was it was weird. I'm on Tibera here. I'm I'm gonna straight bet him, probably. Are you on Ivanov? <sighs> I- Ivanov, Ivanov. No, he's boxed up. He he almost died, and like he, like he he could die if he like took a punch somewhere where he's not supposed to in the octagon. That's like the doctor said. Dude, I I just I don't know what it is. I just really don't think Tavera wins this fight. But I just have a real strong feeling about it. It's just, I don't have that feeling. I just feel like Blagoy is gonna come in here and just like piece him up a little bit and defend the takedowns and then just go from there and just recruit and just get a decision. It's not going to be an easy decision, but I don't like the under here. Yeah, no way. Even though it's like, a, it's weird to have a heavyweight fight at that line for, yeah, under. it's rare. It never happens, but we'll see. Gross fight overall. Like this fight is ugh, like, yeah, it's disgusting. This next fight is pretty fucking disgusting too. Um, Devin Clark is back, taking on Da Un Young. Uh, yeah. So da let Un- me talk about. Let me just hit okay, on Devin for Clark it. for a second. Devin Clark's terrible. Like I, he's really bad. So he has a win over Alonzo Menafield, who I think is actually kind of good. So like that's his best win. That's in 2020. Since then. He got choked out by Lionheart. Um, Kutalaba beat his face in. And he knocked out William Knight Took in the third round. Almost got subbed by that William was a fight Knight. Where, yeah, he almost got the sub, bro. Like he, he like was very close to losing to William Knight in that fight. And mm-hmm. then he got destroyed um, by Merzakhanov uh, in the summer. Like, I think he's going to get fucked up by Young. Like, Young got... Uh, beat by Jacoby. He got knocked his last time out, but before that, he beat Kennedy. He beat William Knight and uh, Mike Rodriguez, who's terrible, but he hasn't. He only has one loss, and that was when he got knocked uh, by Jacoby last time. So, well, the odds are kind of playing to what you're saying. Uh, Young is minus two forty. Devin Clark is plus two hundred. The under, which I like, is under two and a half at minus one sixty. Yes, both fighters have finishing ability. I'm with you. I can't. I don't know if I can ever back Devin Clark again after how he looked last fight. He, it was. It might have been a mismatch, but he looked terrible. No, bro. he's really bad, man. I'm saying like yeah. he's not good. No. Um, I remember but, him and Anthony Smith was like a pick'em too at that fight, which is wild looking back. But dude, Kutalaba yeah, like almost killed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's losing to very media. I mean, Anthony Smith is a good fighter, but Kutalaba and uh, I mean the William Knight fight, he did not look he didn't look great in for the in the early parts of it. I'm I'm kind of with you, Young. Uh, I think he's gonna deliver being the big favorite here. It's more I just can't back Devin Clark, dude. He's oh, looked so yeah, bad no recently. He's changing weight classes, and I don't know, but. The under is the main play here because, I mean, we've seen Young get knocked out before, too. He got fucking smoked by Jacoby. Yeah, he got smoked. I mean, I'm, Young, Young has knockouts, too. Is that Am I, am I wrong in that? Well, he yeah, he knocked out Kennedy with elbows. 
was crazy. Yeah, yeah, remember that shit. Yeah, this is for sure an underplay. Making um, underlay right, underlay right now. Why can't I remember? Oh yeah, okay. I was like, I I don't remember. I I swear Dustin Jacoby had a fight since then. And he lo- I remember he lost. Now. Yeah, he lost to uh, fucking um, uh, Khalil. Khalil. Yeah. I was about to say Carl Carl Roberson. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> um. All right, main event: Derek Lewis, Sergey Spivak. Um, I mean, it's a heavyweight main event. It's going to be 2.30 a.m. in the morning. I'm going to be faded as hell. <laughs> I'm going to have one of my buddies is coming to visit. We're going to be fucked up watching this probably. I'm taking Derek Lewis, taking the knockout. Like, that's what I'm doing. Do I think that's a smart thing to do? Probably not. Like, it's going to happen, though. Um. One thing I will say about this fight, though, it's like, what the fuck is the UFC doing with Derek Lewis? Like, after his title fight, he's like, I'm done with, with five-round fights. I'm done with main events. Yeah, they keep doing it. Like, I don't, I just want three-round fights. I just want to go for the knockout. Like, and here we are, and he's main eventing um, once again, the third event of 2023. So, odds are we'll probably get him, uh, headlining in December again or whatever, like he did a lot in 2021, but I don't know. What, what, what do you think about this fight? It's a weird one. Derek Lewis is plus 190 and Spivak is minus 225. Unders one and a half. I just, I hate this because we always talk about how in these type of main events, you kind of, you just can't overthink it and just pick, pick the winner. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sounds stupid, but with Aldo against Font, with Lewis against Dawkins, we were right. Like, yeah, don't ever think it. Just pick the fucking winner. They're going to win. I feel weird about this one. Spivak being that big of a fucking favorite, how Lewis kind of struggles on the ground. Dude, I... It's very easy to blindly bet on that Lewis knockout, which, like you said, might might not be the smartest thing to do. I just think that philosophy might be coming to an end. I don't know. I think so too. Like honestly, can I get an odd odds on a Spivak KO? Spivak KO is plus one thirty. What's his sub? Plus two seventy five. So what I'm what I'm honestly seeing here, like okay, rounds is what two and a half, one and a half, one and a half. Yeah, like this. This is probably gonna be one of those things where. Derek Lewis throws a couple bombs. I mean, of course, the chance that he lands one is always there. Like, we don't even yeah. need to really talk about that. But it's going to be trouble for Derek Lewis if Spivak, like, starts to clinch him up, try wrestling him a little bit. I'm just seeing, like, the same exact tie to Ivasa knockout. He's just going to put post him up on the fence. It happened against Cyril Gaon. Pavlovich was a little bit Pavlovich knocked him out on the fence too. Like you just back mm-hmm. him up into the fence and start swinging on him and hope you don't get hit first. Exactly. You know that, I mean? That's true. So like those, those, it, yeah. if it gets into that situation though, like like who do you trust more? It's like do you want Spivak or Lewis in that situation? I I'm I don't take Lewis. I don't Yeah, in that situation probably, but you you just pointed out how Lewis, even though he's gotten title shots recently. He has gotten knocked out recently three times. Gone mm-hmm. to Ivasa and Pavlovich, given those are three of the best heavyweights in the world. Right. But I think Spivak's really on the cusp of being in that top five. He's got skill sets that very few heavyweights do. He's violent as hell. He's been super dominant in his wins, too. Yes. He's fucking crushing people. So and I, I just I just don't know if Lewis like he's it's not like he's getting younger. I don't know. I just I have a weird I have a weird feeling about it. So let's just let's just go over Spivox. He's his wins. He's one, two, three, four, five, and one. He beat Carlos Felipe, who I've never heard of. He beat Jared Vandera, ground and pound. He went to decision against the Boa. He got then he got finished by Aspinall. And then he ground and pounded Greg Hardy, and then he ground and pounded Sakai. I'm sorry, but that is some of the fucking worst ever strength of schedule that I've seen. 
Like his last six fights, he's faced nobody. He faced Aspinall, who fucked him up. Like, yeah. That that's a very fair point. It's just like, it's not Sakai's it's, shit, Greg Hardy's shit. Boa, I love you, but it's the Boa. Like Jared Vendera is shit. Carlos Felipe must not even be in the UFC anymore. I've never even heard of Oh, wait. I see his picture. I remember this guy. He's shit. Yeah. That you bring him a good point. For me, it's not more. It's not that honestly is kind of swaying me. But it's for me, for, for uh, Spivak, it's more how he's looked and not who he's been fighting, if that makes sense. Because, I mean, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. His last absolutely. two fights, Hardy and Sakai. I mean, so you want about Hardy, but he fucking handled him. It wasn't Dude, well, see, the thing about that Hardy fight, too, what kind of, like, like stood out to me about Spivak, like, Hardy was, like, bigger than him, yeah, and he just still ragdolled. Like, it was That's crazy. Like, like, maybe he just does that to Derek Lewis again. Like, I don't know. And Derek Lewis is hard to keep on the ground, but if there's anyone that can do it, I could see Spivak doing it. And, yeah, Sakai sucks, but, I mean, he was – battering sakai yeah it was i mean bad. that's the thing it was bad i mean i mean spivak is fighting his wins are coming against a lot of fighters that have zero ground game and lewis is one of those guys so i don't know it's tricky i mean i'm probably gonna end up betting on lewis ko's because like you kind of have to but i see if i were to bet on spivak i don't know where, what i would do besides betting on his him in a parlay you know what i mean mm-hmm. i might do that i might have him in a lay and bet on lewis separately I'm looking over Derek Lewis's page right now. And this is the this is his title run. Well, it wasn't his title run, his his title shot run. Um he won a split decision over Blagoy, who we just <laughs> talked about in depth. He won a unanimous decision versus Ilir Latifi, who just beat the Boa. Then he knocked out the Boa. Those three fighters are of a certain Luke. caliber. And then Luke. he knocked out Curtis Blades. And, like, that got him the title shot um, against Gon, which that was just... And then since then, it's just been a downhill spiral for him. In between the <laughs> Gon and Ty fight, he knocked out Dawkins, who sucks. <laughs> who was then to be thought of as a really good up-and-comer, but now... No, Dawkins is in the same tier as, like, Latifi and Blagoy. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shamil. <laughs> like we we like we'd be talking about like you you could do this with every heavyweight like you have to get through the shit before you, before you, it's just a matter of can you win the fight to get to the upper tier and that's the thing is feedback in the upper tier I think he is <laughs> so Derek Lewis in his last um last minute and thirty no. His last two minutes and 35 seconds of octagon time, he's got knocked twice. So he's got knocked out twice in half a round. Well, add five seconds, and that's the gone knockout, too. So under three minutes, three times in three minutes. That's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. Uh, this is going to be a hell of a watch. I've got nothing else. I All you have to say is I'm probably going to take Lewis, Lewis KO. Or yeah, honestly, I mean, if I, if I was smart, I might take some Spivak inside distance. So yeah. the underlay, what I like is the Young Clark under two point five. I like that. The Choi Nelson under two point okay. five. The Fujit Kinoshita under two point five. Gotta pick one from the prelims. <laughs> Gotta find one. Park in Tulian um, or no. What about the Jekka Asprito Sargi and the Jubilee one? What it's is 2.5. What is the one that's one and a half? One and a half is a pick em with Lee and Zai. Take that one. Really? Yeah. Okay. That makes it plus 710. That's a winner. That, that could be it. It's going to lose in that first one. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about, bro. I'm really, I'm really confident in the last three, but that first oh, one is... Dude, just make it three. Just make it three legs, man. Dude, just see, like... I, I hit a three-leg under parlay last week, dude. It felt real I know. good. It felt real good. I'm sure it did. I See, the I can't back... To, I'm in way too deep at this point. I want to yeah. take three, but I just can't. Can't do it. Can't do it. 
All right. Well, there you have it. That's the underlay. Yeah, that's the underlay. Anything else uh, before we get out of here? If Jubilee and Sari hits, I'm going to be really pissed. Um, Take that one, then. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Do you, but then if this is the other one, I'm pissed, too. Take them both. Um, yeah. So I didn't want to talk to you about one thing. So to, yesterday, uh, Logan Paul and the UFC posted this hype video about Logan Paul saying he wants to fight. And it look, and they made it seem like Logan Paul is going to fight a UFC fighter. A lot of the people on Twitter assumed it was just a prime sponsorship with the UFC, which turned out to be, be that. True. And it's pretty fucking stupid. Why? They're changing Why the, is it stupid? So they're changing the octagon uh, corners to prime hydration uh, centers or some shit like that. Who and, gives a fuck? Not me. Well, what, it's just what was like, it before? What was it? Was it just the corner? I, I don't know. Are, like, are they the fighting out it. of the red prime hydration station? Yeah, pretty much. Well, is that really? Stu- wait, really? Is that what they're gonna do? Yeah. Like Bruce Buffer is gonna I don't say know. that. If that, I don't, that I, might piss I don't me know. off. If that's the case, if they say fighting out of the red instead of the red corner, they say the red prime hydration station. They I'm might gonna, do that. I'm gonna fucking kidnap Dana White or something. I don't it's know. It's just dude, like 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 this like like the USP fighters get nothing out of this. They like they can't make money off sponsorships. And then you've got like you got this, you got fucking DraftKings, Toyo Tires, Modelo, Modelo like, all this yeah. shit. That's like raking in money for the UFC and then they don't get anything out of it. It's just like Dana White you know, and, and Logan Paul are gonna each make I don't know just concern let's, let's just say it's 10 million a year from this deal meanwhile That's there's gonna too. be there's gonna be like 20 at least 25 maybe even like probably closer to 50 to 75 fighters who are gonna have to fight three times this year and only make like 36k yeah and not you know, have it's crazy ins- and not have health insurance fucking or stupid can't get their own sponsors yeah I, it's just dumb the way they hyped it up. They made like a hype video. I don't know if you saw it. But it was like a hype video no. of like Logan Paul. It's like big announcement tomorrow. It's like it's just a fucking. I don't, I guess, no one I don't gives care. a fuck, dude. I'm gonna be watching Kyle Nelson and Duho Choi, and I won't think twice about Logan Paul's prime until apparently it's prime's, Apparently, it's a good drink, though. I have heard that. Dude, see, this is what they want us to do. They want us to be <laughs> talking about. It. Now we're gonna go fucking buy one, and then we're the dumbasses. I will not be buying it, but if one shows up in my door one day, it. I'll probably I'll, drink it. I'll try it. Nah, dude, I might buy one. I might try it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got my curiosity. Absolutely. Is it like Gatorade? It's like supposed to be like Gatorade? No, it's like a... I think it's an energy drink. I'm oh. not, I'm trying to find a tweet about it. Um, oh, man, he was posted. Um, yeah. Bro, did you see Mackenzie Dern? We didn't talk about this, but did you see the the, the crowd shot of Mackenzie Dern? Yeah. The Brazil card? That was nice. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, her and Rebus in the same her Rebus and and uh Megna Levy in the same room. I still I can't believe I was in the same room as Hebus and Magna Levy. It's fucking crazy. Same building. Um also a shout out to me. I predicted that Demiris Magulov would not officially retire and he's gonna come back for at least one more fight. He so. I thought it was weird. He's like, Yeah, okay. The UFC informed me that I have one fight left. Like he didn't know. And <laughs> like, and he's like, I want to come back and I want to rematch against Saryukian. And it's like, what? Like, <laughs> that's what you want? Yeah, well, you want to fight him again and lose again? <laughs> like, nah, dude. No, I'm excited about that because he's way too good, like, not to keep fighting. Like, he, I think he's really, I've, you know, I think he's really fucking good. I wouldn't shut the fuck up about him when he fought, uh, yeah, Armand, but. Yeah. Oh, also um, we have a we have a fight announcement at 145. So yeah, I next about week that. next week we'll talk about Yair versus Emmett for the interim belt, which I'm actually really excited for. Um, oh yeah. Arnold Allen is fighting Max Holloway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously I'm excited. Obviously, electric is the return of blessed. The best is blessed. But dude, this sucks for Arnold Allen because I don't. <laughs> I mean, we've ta- I, I, I'm, we, I always preach. So Arnold Allen is one of like four guys to start his UFC career with ten straight wins, and the other three are Hall of Famers. 
And meanwhile, he's he's not even fighting for a belt yet. And I don't think he's don't think he's gonna win this fight. And what does a win here do for Max Holloway? You, you don't think, think he has any chance? Win. No, he doesn't have a chance. Max. But I think Max Holloway is gonna win. No, he definitely can. But if he beats Max, oh please, yeah. I'm begging you, Arnold, do not take a fight until you get a fucking. <laughs> undisputed like he <laughs> he's gonna beat max and then and then call out ortega <laughs> and then like <laughs> yeah it's like bro this is what i mean this is what he has to do to get a title shot i mean if you beat max holloway you get a title shot but i don't see i don't see it i mean max holloway is he looked he looked bad against volk but that's just because volk's that fucking good dude okay max is still the a beast and I don't see Arnold winning. We'll we'll talk. I kind of want him to though. No, yeah, that's what that was my first thought. I was like, damn, like this is one. Well, my first thought was like, this is sick. Uh, my second thought was like, I think Arnold might. I kind of want Arnold to beat him. But I don't. I don't know. It's hard no, to say I, that because I, I like Max a lot, but I think Arnold should have got a, a shot against Emmett instead of Yair. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll again we'll talk about that card more next week. I also wanted to ask you though, like, do you think Volk can beat Islam? Yeah. Do you think he will? I think he can. Like, will you pick him? I'm definitely going to bet on him, but I don't think he will. <laughs> that's that, that's the fucking, that's the box-up motto. I don't think he will, he'll win, but... You know how many bets I've made where I don't think it's going to hit immediately? <laughs> like, this is, I'm not new to this, bro. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll save we'll save that conversation for, for when we have Bridger on next week. It's just based off, I don't want to not have money on Volk when he maybe beats Islam. True. That's Plus, it's that. like, dude, we saw, we all saw what Volk did to Max. Like, he might just do that. You know, like, he's so he's he's won twenty two fights in a row. Like, he doesn't lose. If there's anyone that could do it in those two weight classes, it's Volk. Yeah, and it's pound for pound number one versus pound for pound number two. How often yeah, is that? Wild. All right, it might, but... it might be the first. We'll we'll get into that next week. Anything else you got? I think that's it. I think you covered a lot, considering we th- this might be the least amount of knowledge we have on a card since we started the podcast. But hey, we we tried our best, and the underlay might hit. This is a early contender for box up card of the year. Very. It's gonna be good. All right. Well, we'll be back with Bridger for uh, Volk Islam. Fuck yeah! Peace.